0: The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened the good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows,
2: go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results. Again, are good. How about that one, folks? A Brewers four to one victory to take the game in the series over their closest opponent in the National League Central. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Evan Heffelfingers there. A uh, My name is Tim Allen, a Brewers four to one victory, which now extends the lead in the central to nine and a half. So to coin the phrases from Wayne Larravee, uh, is that your dagger to coin the phrase from Ted Davis? Is it in the bank and drawing interest on the national league central here in the 2021 championship season? Oh boy. If it's not, it is so damn close. It's 35 games left. 35 games left now. Make no mistake; they could not meet the Cincinnati Reds again in the postseason. But in terms of the division, they would not face them if Cincinnati ends up with a wild card spot. They would, uh, as of right now, the Brewers are going to face the, the winners of the East. But um, is that the dagger? Is that in the bank and in drawing interest for you guys? Because I think, you know, it, it's it's dawning on me. The longer I wait. <laughs> to say that this division is wrapped up the more dumb I might be looking you know you're trying to be safe and you're trying to say hey you know strange things can happen weird stuff happens they could you know be decimated by uh another 2.8 million injuries and uh that could, that could lead to an extended losing streak and the Cincinnati Reds they have a soft schedule and uh that's what I heard earlier today from a uh, Brewers fan that said, hey, you, you know, you can't, you can't seal the division up now because Cincinnati has such a soft schedule. The, the problem with that is, and, and that's true, it is true, the problem with that is that it would take a monumental losing streak by this Milwaukee Brewers squad this year, and it just doesn't look likely. I mean, the, the, the odds of that are uh, are, are pretty, pretty long. They they really are. Want to get your reaction four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You know Cincinnati Reds and and I'm not going to cry a river over the Cincinnati Reds and certainly not Joey Votto one of my best uh, one of my favorite guys. I um I just think think about when they face them uh, coming out of the All Star break and Cincinnati's all jazzed up and ready to go and we can get back in this thing and we want to play the Brewers and. Well, they got slapped around for a three-game sweep at the hands of the Brewers at that point. Advance a month, here we are now. Cincinnati, all jazzed up, ready to go. Yeah, we got a chance to get back into this thing. We're a good team. We're playing hot baseball. And they run into the Brewers again, taking the first two games of this three-game set. And now the Brewers go after a sweep tomorrow. That is sweet. Then, and again, I have to use this joke. It's probably getting old with you guys. As long as my ex-wife allows me to borrow the broom, the Brewers are going to go after the sweep tomorrow. 414-799-1250. They get it done. Woody, uh, four hits and six scoreless innings, striking out 10. And he got some defensive help. Avi Garcia, have a night. Have a night, a couple of defensive gems by Avi Garcia, an RBI double uh, in the ballgame as well, and he was in the mix all over the place tonight. That is huge. Also, don't look now, guys. But Christian Yelich is starting to barrel some baseballs up, and that is a dangerous thing for anybody facing this Brewer's offense. His average right now is at 249. His on-base percentage is 374. OPS is above league average. You've been watching him for now 2 weeks. Um is is uh, are you confident in him down the stretch here? Has has this couple of week run by Christian Yelich given you some confidence? Has it given you the confidence that he's going to be a huge contributor? Down the stretch here for the Brewers. A lot of conversations has, uh, have occurred here this year about Christian Yelich, And rightly so, it's worth talking about. And it, it, it continues to be worth talking about. But in terms of your confidence level down the stretch here, where is it at with Christian Yellich? Because I just, I, again... You have to look at not only the results, but you have to look at you know where he's coming from, and then the approach, and 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 really what each at bat has to offer. Because it appears even the outs are hard outs. He's starting to take the ball the other way in middle. He's starting to turn a little bit. He's starting to just have a little confidence here, and and it couldn't have come at a better time. This this is the time now. Where they could use the additional hitter Eduardo Escobar on the uh, uh, IL. I mean, I, again, they're they're a man or two short in that offense. So you know, maybe you, maybe you get better just from within having Christian Yelich have the arrow start to point up again. But Yelly, is he back for you guys? And I know there's going to be conversations about this. Is Christian Yelich back? Because he was away, <laughs> I mean all all of you guys uh, that that wanted to uh, just say it's a little blip here, no, he was away. He, he was AWOL for quite a while, but it doesn't appear that that's uh, going to continue. In my estimation, I have all the confidence in the world with him right now because it's just going to get better and better. There's just a little more action around him. There's a little more presence around him. There's a little more activity around him, including himself. I'm not just saying the hitters in front of him and behind him. But what a win for the Brewers tonight, 4-1 to one to take the, uh, take the game and the series. We are live right here, as always, in the Lakeland University studios with online learning and seven locations throughout the state of Wisconsin. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, 414-799-1250. Um, so I, I get a text, uh, during the St. Louis series and you know, the game I'm talking about, Christian Yelich lays down an RBI bunt and I get this text that says that's going to turn the corner that that's the one believe it or not. It's not going to be a a, a huge three run home run. It's not going to be the grand slam. It's going to be an, an RBI bunt because he's finding ways to help this baseball team. And that's, that's what he said. That's, that's what Yellich said. I, I, I just want to find ways to help this baseball team win games. Okay, that's what Craig Council echoed, echoed the sentiment of, you know, he's helping us win baseball games, despite the numbers he is. So this text, this, this magical text came from you, Evan Heffelfinger. So you, you're, you're the first one on, and you're the first one, uh, you know, as a radio guy to say you're right. I know it's it's uh you know land, just a landmark event here. Uh but you were the one that texted me when he did that and so far it's right on the money. That RBI bunt base hit against St. Louis that did turn the corner. I mean I don't
3: want to say that I'm a genius or you know uh <laughs> the next next great baseball mind I could be. Uh I don't want to say that I need a raise or anything. Who knows if I do or not but I'm so unbelievably glad, not for my sake, but for Christian Yelich's sake, that he looks like he's turned the corner. Tonight, his eye was fantastic. That eye that has been with him his entire time in Milwaukee. And not only that, but he's hitting the ball hard. Hard, And he's hitting the ball hard the opposite way. The past season, they've been shifting against him because he hasn't been doing that. And now it looks like something is fixed in that swing. He had two, I think it was three rockets right down the third baseline or two third base. That is encouraging to see. If he's hitting the ball that way, that hard, it's impossible to play defense against him because he's going to beat you in any way possible. So getting him back like this and getting him rolling with a little over a month left in the season, it could not be better for this team right now, especially with how the starting pitching, despite a great bounce-back start from Woody tonight, the starting pitching has kind of slowed down a little bit, like we all bit. expected just with the innings starting to mount. Mm-hmm. But now you see the offense is taking control of these games and taking over games, and not only early but late, and that, I think, is the biggest thing. And it's so, so great to see that Yelich is the one that it seems like he's leading the charge late.
2: Is he back? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You guys are watching these games twenty four thousand plus uh, coming out of American Family Field right now. You guys see uh, the attack of Christian Yelich and the barrel on the baseball, and that to me is the key. The opposite field is good. Middle and away is is huge, and the walks are always going to be there for Yelich. Is I? You're right, Evan. Is, is there, but. He, I think he's on the attack mode, and, and I think it's just breeding confidence in him right now. It's, uh, it is a, a huge bonus. And this offense, you know, there's a little bit of a trend going on with this offense here. It is mid-game and late. The confidence that this offense is going to have heading down the stretch here and into the postseason is, is just so valuable, guys. It is so valuable that, you know, in years past, you guys know it. There's been games where it's six to six to two and it's the fifth inning. And and your thought process is this. Ain't no way the Brewers are winning this game. I think that's changed. I think that's changing. If it hasn't changed, that might be one of the single most valuable pieces heading into the postseason is the fact that the games aren't out of reach, and and the pitching is going to keep you in the game. The pitching is going to buy some time, and and they uh, they've been seizing the moment. It, you know, a Euchre says, uh, you know, it, it uh, it's the insurance runs. Brewers looking for some insurance here today. Man, they've been getting a lot of that lately. <laughs> they've they, they've been just. And, and it's, uh, it's one of the better offenses in baseball for a long period of time. Guys, this isn't just a, a blip here for a couple of weeks' stretch. This has been a few months of an offense that you wouldn't have thought would have been not only above average, but you know, in the upper third of your, of your league, one of the top five offenses in the National League, nobody would have thought that in April and May. All we were saying was just get an average offense, even a tick below, be 7th or 8th in the National League, it'd be all right here. Well, they've flipped that script to the point where they're, they're one of the better offenses right now, and, and attribut- contributing to that is the late game insurance and add-ons, nine nine 1250 Let's get into our game recap, and I want to get to uh, just, just some, some answers on is Yelich back? Because you do have to crawl before you walk, and and you have to hit your way out of a slump. But, hey, 250, if that's the bottom end, we're praising some guys that hit 250 around baseball. I'm not one to necessarily do that in abundance, but where Yelich is coming from, the arrow's pointed up, that's for sure. Okay, let's get into the game recap. First inning tonight. Uh, Woody hits the first man he faces. Naquin then with a bunt base hit, and Cincinnati says, "You know, this is our World Series here. We got to have this game." And 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 it shows you right there one of the hottest hitters in the National League, and Naquin, and and he's just going to lay down a bunt right there, get on base. Well, it worked. Two aboard to start the game. Pop up by Castellanos. Votto strikes out. Moose grounds out. There you go, Woody. Uh, Into the bottom of the first inning. Yellich, a two-out walk. He's getting, like I said, he's getting on base. Into the second inning, a leadoff uh, base hit by Farmer in the second. Strikes out the next three hitters in order, does Brandon Woodruff, uh, to get the game into the bottom of the second inning. Two-out walk, this time by on-base Jace. Scoreless game into the third. Woody strikes out the first two he faces in that third inning. And that uh, was a stretch of five consecutive men. He was going after uh, Corbin Burns (laughs) with the 10 right there. He was halfway home. Uh, But uh, Castellanos lines out to end that frame. One, two, three for the crew in the third. Same for the Reds in the top of the fourth inning. Woody starting to pitch a gem uh, mid-game. Brewers on the board, bottom of the fourth inning. Lead-off do- uh, double by Christian Yelich is what we're talking about tonight. And it's set the stage for Avi Garcia. They hold Yelich close at second.
4: And Garcia into the gap, left center. That's going to go to the wall. Yelich scores easily. Garcia into second with a double. Back-to-back doubles, and it's one nothing Milwaukee.
2: Yeah, we'll take that. The highlight on Bally Sports Wisconsin – well, there's your run, Woody, and the bullpen. Uh, can you take it off the sheet? Uh, Brewers in the lead into the fifth inning. Woodruff strikes out the side in order in that fifth inning. Brewers, one, two, three in their half into the sixth inning. And Woody into some trouble here. Uh, India leads off with a flyout, but Naquin then with a base hit. Castellanos then with a uh, long at-bat against Woody. That was a battle right there. And that was a little bit of a tipping point in this baseball game. Not only the sequence between Castellanos and, and Brandon Woodruff, but it was the outcome of it because uh, Castellanos with a base hit, but Avi Garcia just showing some patience and just grabbed the ball and hosed him at second base. Uh Vado then strikes out to end the inning. That threat was uh uh avoided and that was big time by Avi Garcia. There's more from Avi in in just a bit. Uh one zip to the bottom of the 6th inning. Brewers go in order. Uh Yelich barrels one up again. But uh nothing to show for it. Box uh Brad Boxberger, a scoreless seventh inning, a pair of punch outs. So Woody's day is done after the six scoreless, four hits, no runs, 10 strikeouts, big-time game for Woody. That really is. He was trending in the wrong direction, guys. He really was. If you look at the month-to-months for Brandon Woodruff, yeah, it was not not doing well here in the month, but this was uh, pretty important for him to step up here. Uh, One zip, bottom of the seventh inning, leading off. Uh, let's see. Uh, Avi was hit by a pitch. So he just always in 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 the action here. Uh, Telesin strikes out for the first out. Urias then with a base hit to put two on with just the one out, and it's set up on base. Jace Peterson. The two two.
4: Peterson hits it hard, left center. That is down. A base hit and a ground rule double. That actually costs the Brewers a run, but one is in. It'll be an RBI double for Peterson. Garcia scores, and it's two nothing Milwaukee in the seventh. That bad
2: break for the Brewers. Man, he's been something else, Jace Peterson. And look for him, guys. Look for this this cat down the stretch here and into the postseason to come up with some really big at bats. Yeah, I mean it. It he's rolling. He's part of what's uh, what's making this offense go for sure. I I wouldn't have thought it earlier in the season, but. My goodness, I think he was DFA'd twice. Was he not? I, I believe so. I think he had two different opportunities to leave the uh, organization, but, you know, uh, accepted the uh, assignment down to AAA, and it's paying off for the crew and their offense to zip. Uh, so Castillo's day is done there. He pitched pretty well, man. He, uh six and a third of just the uh, couple of runs given up. So they've got two on one in, one out. Uh, Lorenzo Cain, however, strikes out. JBJ, the pinch hitter, he strikes out. Brewers could have had more insurance there. But uh, they extend the lead two-zip into the eighth for Devin Williams. Uh, A big shutdown frame. A foul pop-up. And check this out. And I'm saying just uh, Avi Garcia. And you wouldn't see it from the stat sheet. He was all over this game. Check this out.
4: Two-nothing Brewers. They just added on in the seventh. RBIs tonight from Garcia and Jace Peterson. Fly ball in the right field. Hit well. Garcia back at the track. He leaps, and he makes the catch. Hey, hey. Avi Garcia pulls a home run back.
2: <laughs>
4: Have a night, Avi. I was not sure if he got it, but I saw the fan.
2: So he throws a runner out at second. He has an RBI double. He robs a a home run. It's your night, Avi Garcia, into the uh, bottom of the eighth inning lately. As I said, Brewers have been getting late-game insurance. They get it again tonight, a leadoff walk to Colton Wong. And after uh, Omar pops it up for the first out, Yelich then reaches on air. Another rocket off the bat of Christian Yelich. Put runners at the corners for Avi, and he's at the plate. He's all over this game. They get to run the easy way.
4: And Yelich reaches on an E5. And now that gets by Barnhart. Long will score. It's 3-0 Brewers. Brewers there's right, a nice uh, insurance run right there. Those add-on runs for the Brewers. How
2: about that? Yeah, in, indeed, Bill Schroeder on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Uh, it's, it's a good habit to have here down the stretch and into the postseason. Tellez then an infield single to load the bases. One in, one out for Luis Urias, and the Reds go to their pen. And Urias, hey, man, get the ball in play. Good things tend to happen. With the bases loaded, deals
4: to Urias. And a little half swing roller. Here comes Yelich. Mustakas has one play. That's first base. They get the out, but another run scores. Well, a good jump off of third base by Christian Yelich. The only play from Moustakas.
2: There it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Four zip, Jake Cousins. And now, Hayter was going to pitch in this game. Uh, and that would have been four or five days, four consecutive games. Uh, for for Josh Hader. Would that be right? Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, four or five days for consecutive games. But they get that tack on run to make it four zip. Jay Cousins in. He allows a uh, solo shot uh, to Castellanos. And there's your final four to one. Brewers 78 and 49. Is this now a new high-water mark, 29? We just keep we just keep hitting benchmarks here, Evan Heffelfinger, don't we? It's like the 57th high-water mark of the season <laughs> for this team. That's just crazy. And is Christian Yelich back? You're seeing him play baseball. You're seeing the Brewers win. Brewers are starting to grab some momentum in terms of fan participation. And, uh, and uh, 24,000 again uh, on a Wednesday night, 24,000 last night on a Tuesday is Yelich back for the stretch? 799-1250. We'll take a break. I'm guessing we're going to hear from Avi Garcia tonight. We're going to hear from Craig Council. And as always, you're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Brewers take care of the Reds again. They win the game 4-1. to Take the series already. Go after a sweep tomorrow. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, The Fan.
0: Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On The Fan, call Tim Allen now at 414 799 1250 or tweet the show at 1250 a.m. The Fan.
2: Yeah. Welcome back. Brewers get another victory over the Cincinnati Reds and they take this game and the series. And now, you know, the worst case scenario, if you're looking at the division race, worst case scenario, the Cincinnati Reds exit Milwaukee eight and a half behind the Brewers with at that time, if if Cincinnati wins tomorrow. Thirty-four games left on the Brewers' schedule after tomorrow's games. Thirty-five now and a nine and a half. Reds win tomorrow. Thirty-four and eight and a half. Oh, come on. I mean, how, how much longer does this go before I'm dumb not to dub the uh, National League Central Crown to the crew? How much more time needs to go by, Evan?
3: Well, that's the thing. Do you want to be ahead of it? Like how Bart, after I believe it was game one or two of the NBA finals, said, oh, yeah, they're winning it all. They're going to win it in six. And he was ahead of it by quite a bit. Do you want to do that? I think that that's a good thing to do. Do you want me to say it so that Mm -hmm. I can be, well, I I don't think either of us will be wrong depending on when we say it, but do you want me to potentially take the fall for you?
2: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, you know, I just want to stay just a tick guarded. I have a ton of confidence in this team moving forward. I I certainly do because I think the pitching is amazing and this offense has been such a bonus and it doesn't look like anything's going to change. It really doesn't. It's just there's too much sample size here. So I just, the, the concern would be, Dude, you're looking stupid on the air. You're sounding stupid on the air. They're up by nine and a half games with 35 to play. What more do you need? So it's got to come soon. It it just does. All right, let's get to you guys. Is Christian Yelich back, and where's the confidence level down the stretch? As, uh, as he is, is really starting to put together great at-bats. He is. He is. Guys, he's starting to barrel balls up, and that is what a sign that is. Let's go to Racine. Uh, he, he felt the need to call 799-1250. His name is Tim. Hello, Tim. What's up, Tim? What's up, Tim?
5: Rebo, re You got to see ya uh, <laughs> Right? Okay. Oh, this game, bro. Hey, let's be for real. Who's the real cat in Milwaukee? It's you, bro. You you let it flow and roll and you talk about the Milwaukee Brewers baseball. You know what I mean? I try. You, you, you do it good, bro.
2: Thank you, thank you.
5: No, you you. But with with the yellowish thing, I mean, do you think it really matters as long as he's getting on base and he's hitting the ball? That's like a to, great I mean, question. I mean, it really. I mean, it doesn't have to be a home run because I think he slipped. Out of that, you I mean? Remember when he first came? here, It was like 30. I forgot how many. 35, 30, or whatever it was. I forgot how many. The first two years, right?
2: Yeah, that he he had a what a 36 homer year and then a 44 homer year.
5: Okay, so okay, but then didn't he get hurt? Am I mistaken? Yeah, so, oh yeah, I oh yeah.
2: Something here? He was hurt in 19. Yeah.
5: Okay, so okay, he was hurt. So then 20, we had the COVID thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got to give a little slack to almost every baseball player, almost.
2: Almost. Some, some excelled last year. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. was one that excelled last year in the pandemic ball.
5: Yeah, okay. I mean, but, I mean, not everybody copes the same with things.
2: That's true. I like your question, Tim. Does, do the Brewers really need him to be that guy I mean, to get where they want to go?
5: Because my my question to you Tim is Adamas hurt really bad? Because if that's the case, then I'd be even more worried. Because it's okay, like the spark plug that turns that engine. Almost it seems to me.
2: Yep, yep, no doubt. All right, Timmy, thank thanks for the call seven nine nine twelve fifty. That is an interesting point. With this offense doing what they're doing, it's far more than just what Christian Yelich can provide. I mean, Omar and Avi and Wong and Adamas and you know again. Do they need Yelich, or is is this just a bonus that could just excel uh, the offense to to newer kind of heights, if you will?
3: I will say I'm not too worried about Willie Adamas and his injury. I mean, tonight he was one of the first people out of the dugout celebrating after every big play. He was involved. He was active. I think even if he does have to miss a little bit of time and – Maybe he does potentially have to go on a 10-day breather for a little bit. I think he's still going to be in that dugout talking to everybody. I'm sure getting a little under Craig Council's nerves when he's trying to pay -hmm. attention to the game, but he's going to be there. At the very least, for moral support, if not on the field, carrying your offense.
2: Yeah, and he is—he is the key, and we have yet to break down. I was hoping to get to it uh, over the weekend, maybe, maybe Sunday. I, I've got it slated in. I think is to take a look at these nine trades that were made by David Stearns this year, and you, you mentioned uh, Tim mentioned Andamas. Um Now that—that's a little different, and it's crazy that we're saying that he might be more important than Christian Yelich? Is that that possible to even have that mindset? He is the catalyst. He's the fire starter. He got this whole thing rolling for some way, shape, or form, not just his performance, but I think it was the attitude. It was all that that you guys are well aware of. But that's interesting. But Yelich, again, just on a, you know, what, what Tim just said, do they need Yelich to be Yelich of 18? It doesn't appear so to me to answer that question. It it doesn't appear so. To get where they want to be, and that's winning the World Series, I think it would ha- certainly help. But I don't think the need, that, that word need means unless he is 18, they don't win the World Series. I think they can still win the World Series without Christian Yelich being 18 Christian Yelich. Does that make sense, Evan?
3: Absolutely. I think if ever there was an offense that was built to, I guess, kind of withstand a a not-as-great Yelich, it's this one, and it, it comes down to, like you said, the moves that David has made. I mean, compare our A lineup right now to what it was, like, May 1st. And see how different it is.
2: Go, go grab one. You grab one of those uh, third week of April lineups. It's just crazy. All right, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Where do you want to go here, Evan? I'm sorry.
3: Let's go to Bill and Iron River.
2: What do you say, Bill? Kristen hey, Yellich, hey, is oh, he oh, back?
6: Yeah, yeah. I, Tim from Racine kind of stole my thunder because that's exactly the point I was going to make. I guess you guys agree. This team does not need 2018-2019 Yelich. Mm-hmm. It seems like every night you don't know who the guy is going to be, but somebody always steps up. Tonight it was Garcia, I think. And uh, I would say, too, one other point I want to make. Is not Amir Garrett
2: the closer for the Reds? I believe so. They have like
3: four different guys who have been closers for them. None of them have more than I think like eight, eight. saves.
6: Yep. Yep. Yeah, but it, it just struck me. I think the division is over as far as the Reds are concerned because putting Garrett in in the eighth inning behind tells me the Reds are desperate.
2: Well, these, they, these, certainly in this the head-to-heads they are. They yeah. are Tyler Naquin laid down a bunt in the first inning. I mean exactly. they, that that yeah. that screams des- desperation.
6: It does. Absolutely. I'm actually more worried about the Cardinals because they still have 10 games left. I don't think they can catch the Brewers, but you know, the past would tell you the Cardinals never give up. That, Tim, is why I dislike them far more than the
2: Cubs. All right. Thanks for taking my call. You you got it, Bill. Thanks thanks for listening on the Odyssey app. 799-1250. Yeah, you're, you're right on the Cardinals in the division. I will say that. The Cardinals are not winning this division. Okay, so we, we can just... Lay that to rest. Can the Cardinals hit the postseason? Where are they at in the wild card? They're maybe four or five games back in the wild card. Is that right? Well, there there
3: are two wild cards now. So no, they... no, no, I know
2: that the the bottom wild card. I, thought, I think they're maybe five back.
3: Uh, right now, it looks like they hold the um, wild. No, I'm talking card. about the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. Sorry, yeah. they're uh, four and a half games back entering play yeah. today.
2: Yeah, so they're in it. They're they're definitely motivated here. Both of these teams are, both Cincinnati and St. Louis. I can stick a fork in the division crown for St. Louis. That I'll say is in the bank and in drawing interest. And that has been daggered already, because they're not coming back to overtake the Brewers in this division. The Cardinals aren't. Cincinnati <laughs> Reds, I'm this close to doing it. Um
3: Do you want to hear but, the starting lineup from May sixth against the Phillies? <laughs>
2: Let's let's do it.
3: Colton Wong leading off, so okay, that's good. You're fine. Daniel Vogelbach uh playing first base. Out Tyrone Taylor, third, playing right field, Travis Shaw hitting cleanup, Whoa. Jackie Bradley Jr. hitting fifth, fifth, Luis Urias at short playing or hitting sixth, Billy McKinney in left ah. field, Luke Maley doing the catching. Wow. Oh <laughs> and my woody did the pitching so i guess what that's a good mainstay on
2: earth were you thinking now injuries had something to do with that that's for sure there's no question but <laughs> wow run that by me again just 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 the names this was this was a lineup may 6th
3: wong vogelback taylor shaw jbj urias billy mckinney luke Maley.
2: No wonder it's taken a little while for Brewer fans to catch up here. Believe
3: it or not, that lineup scored zero runs and had three hits that
2: game. That's a shocker. Let's go to Vincent Nanaheim, our friend. Wow. Uh, Vincent, hey, hey, I just want to tell you something. I'm not giving up on my Brewers tracking down your Giants. <laughs> man,
7: you got to let it go, man. Hey, no. I, just want our, I just want the Brewers to get ahead as many wins as possible because when you go against the Giants, I'm gonna need my Giants to win, man. We got we to keep those Dodgers away, man. So we maybe we can split the series, go two-two, okay? There we go. Uh, you
2: no. <laughs> they, the Brewers already lost two of three to San Francisco. They right. have some ground to make up.
7: <laughs> but we'll see what happens. That's why we like this crazy playoff. You know, not going to the playoff baseball. And that's why people tune at the end. Uh, I think for Christian Yelich, uh, I believe in him. I believe. Look, look, he's being productive. What I mean by that is, if he didn't hit that ball. And if he didn't, get, if he didn't uh, you know, get to get reach on an error, he wouldn't have mm-hmm. scored. And maybe the score would have been different. You know what I mean? Yep, so, he yep. keeps getting productive. I looked at his average about 240, and I completely agree with you, Tim. There's guys that we cheer on. Oh, 240, yeah, that's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Of course, do we miss his home runs? Do we miss his doubles? Do we miss his you know, triples at times? Of course he missed that. But I believe he could keep him in the lineup. He keeps getting those knocks. He keeps getting at least a hit a game. He might come back and do The do Brewers need him as of right now. Willie Adams, who's more productive, Willie Adams or Christian Yelich?
2: For sure, Adams. Yeah, a, You
7: got to answer your question there. And if if, if Yelich does turn it on, like old Yelich, that's gonna be some craziness, man. that's gonna be some craziness in the playoffs. But for sure, I believe. I'm saying like you, Tim. I'm confident that the Brewers are gonna take the Central. But I, you know, I keep I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut until until I know for sure. You know what I mean? Because it ain't over till it's over. So the Reds, hey. they might get on a tear one day and win ten straight brewers lose two and only win eight there you go you know what i
3: mean
2: yeah it's 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 it it, it can happen quicker than you think and you think you know 34 35 games left you're nine and a half up it looks good it it does it would it would just be a a wild wild case scenarios multiple scenarios that to for the brewers to to lose to the reds but you know, as you just said, the Reds, it wouldn't surprise me. They've got some decent starting <laughs> pitching. They've got a good offense. Wouldn't surprise me if they win eight or nine straight. Okay, exactly that being that. said, if the Brewers just hit a bump in the road and go, I don't know, three and seven, boy, they pick up four games immediately. True, true. But do you really yeah.
7: want the, the Brewers to take the first seed and go, go against maybe the Dodgers or the Padres in that wild card? I Doesn't matter. So. Doesn't matter. You're not like Bart, you're not like Bart over I mean, here. Doesn't
2: he it does it really doesn't saying. matter. I, I think I, I think whoever plays the Brewers has their hands full with Woody, yes, Burns, and Peralta. They just do. There's not one team in the national league that can feel confident going up against those three guys. They know yeah, not even, yeah. The, I completely agree
5: with that. Not,
7: not even my hey, Giants man. But we won because of those errors that you guys made. That's how we it, won those games. It was yeah, a great
2: real, series, though. It, it, was, it was a really good series. It really was. And I think they're pretty evenly matched. I, I do. But I, I, the, the rest of the National League, Vincent, is on notice here with those three starters. They know that you're not going to just freight train the Brewers and win 8-2 to two and then follow it up with a 7-3 to three win. Not happening this year. It's not happening. Let's
7: see, man. Let's see what happens, though, man. Okay. Hey, as long as you get this win, beat the Reds again, get that sweep. Even if you don't, like you said... We're still up. You got to gotta put the accelerator. You got to run these reds over, man. Don't give them
2: no hope. Go, yep. Get All right, Vincent. Good stuff. That's good stuff. I mean, as confident as I am once you get to the postseason, why am I not confident in throwing it out there that the division race is over? It really is crazy, isn't it? It is kind of crazy.
3: I think if you were to look at history, and I'm sure that there are numbers out there that you could access if you were more driven than I am, but I feel like 99% of the time, at with this situation, 34 games left, nine and a half game lead, I, it, this it's over. But
2: <laughs> so you can we say it?
3: it? You know what, Tim? I'm I'm on a hot streak right now. I'll go for it. The Central is done. It's over.
2: All right. So really half the show has now just said the Central Crown goes to the Brewers here in the 21 championship season. I'm going to go put
3: in an order for my NL Central Crown T-shirt tonight. There you
2: go. Okay. All right. Another another, uh, flag to wave. At American Family Field. Just real quick before the break, we're going to get to uh, Craig Council. If you want to jump in here, 799-1250. Brewers get the victory 4-1 tonight. This Joey Votto thing, um, can I just say, a lot of people may forget this. It was some years ago, and it's been a while since I've talked about it. I I don't like him, and I don't like him professionally. Okay, there's a lot of players we hate. Who's your favorite player to hate? Who are the Brewer killers over the years that just just beat on the Brewers? Okay, there, there, there's always those guys. And, and then once you meet them, hey, they're good dudes. They just happen to just tear apart your team a little bit on the baseball field. But before and after the game, they're human beings and they're good dudes. I get that. David Freeze was one. There's been a few more in my history. Joey Votto, on the other hand, I don't like him in that regard but then on a personal level, I cannot stand that guy. And there's not too many people that I can say that about. That dude was disrespectful in front of me. That dude thought he was a far better human being than I was. He was completely out of line. And it was, uh, it was to the point where, I, and I've never been tempted to really poke the bear a little bit but that might have been the one. I was super close. I was super close. So and and it's an issue that we had in a, in a Cincinnati Reds clubhouse that he was completely out of line. I mean he had had uh nah, I I really can't give a ton of details cuz it's kind of you, you kind of can't say what exactly goes on in a clubhouse. I can give you enough but He's done this to another reporter that I've heard of, and that was since he doesn't like either you or the question, check this out. So the dude agrees to do an interview. Okay, cool. It's Joey Votto. Love to interview him. I've interviewed Bryce Harper, Troy Tula. Just name him down the line, down the superstars, major, major superstars. Fine. He agreed to do it. Hey, Joey, you got a couple of minutes for, for the radio? And he's like, sure. I ask a question. And there is literally that look on his face like he's in the batter's box. You know what face I'm, t- I'm talking about. One-one-thousand, two-one-thousand. I'm like, oh, boy. What are you doing? I go, so I guess that's a no or a yes. Again, silence. And it just took off from there. So that's one dude I do not have one ounce of respect for. I don't care. I guess the only respect I have for him is what he does for the uh, charity work, which I understand he does. But outside of that, yeah, he can go pound sand. That's my Joey Votto story. I hope I gave you enough to just give you some. There were clothes involved or lack thereof. There were stare downs involved across the clubhouse. It was, uh, it wasn't a pleasant situation. So there's, there's, there's why I can't stand that dude. And anytime he's walking back after striking out against the Brewers pitcher, I'm just celebrating even tenfold. All right. We get to Craig council coming up. It is the, you like that story, Evan, you ever heard that story?
3: I haven't heard that story. I, I, it's, I'm glad that you didn't get kicked out and didn't get someone mad at you like Radio Joe with Chris. uh, Was it Chris Davis?
2: Chris Davis, yeah. I'll just finish. One of the things. One of the things that he did. I don't care if I say this on the air or not. After it was all done, so we're just now. I got to get an interview for a segment we were doing in those years called "I and the Enemy." It was for our pregame show, and um, so I had to you know wait around in the in the Reds clubhouse. And find someone else because that clearly that audio is not going to work. So probably 30 feet away, we're on the other side of the clubhouse. Dude, while he's staring us down, drops his pants and stares right at us. I was, (laughs) I was ready to go at this dude. I really was. Now that was unnecessary. Just saying. You want insight about Joey Votto? There's some right there. Maybe, maybe you know he he just gained more respect from you guys, but uh, certainly not me. Four to one, Brewers. Uh, putting a hurting on Cincinnati's opportunity to win the Central. Yeah, transition from that one. Yeah, hard, hard to get out of that one. Craig Council is up next. If you guys want to jump in here, 799-1250. You're listening once again to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, here on The Fan.
0: What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
2: 4-1 final. Brewers take game two of this three-game set. They win the game and the series. Woody, a nice performance tonight. We'll get to uh, Craig Council here in just a second. And we'll get to your reaction, too. If you're on hold, we'll get to you. Just to finish up on that Votto, I have to be fair in, in the story I just uh, conveyed to you guys. A little behind the scenes. Evan, I have to be fair about it. Now, it was a situation where uh, the Reds were buried that season, I no, I don't know, it was probably five, six years ago, whatever it was, and they were just playing out the string. It was uh, late in the season, and I got, I, I've got to admit to you guys that I didn't ask the best question, but I've always prided myself in my interviews on what I call loosening up the player a little bit, and by the middle of the interview, they know that I'm pretty harmless. You know, I'm just... I was just trying to have some fun here at, at times. And um, I never got that chance with him. But the first question was probably not the best question to ask. But it, he could have handled it like I would have preferred him to say, dude, what kind of question was that? If, you, if I'm going to do an interview. You need to get your stuff together. That, that would have been fine. I would have respected that. But the silence part of it, like, so what do we do now, Joey? You're just going to sit here like a little baby and not say anything. At least stick up for yourself and say, dude, you asked a crazy question. It was something like, and I, I don't know how I phrased it, but it was, it was something like, um, you know, uh, it's, it's gotta be pretty challenging, you know, down the stretch for, for teams like you guys, you guys are out of it, but you, you still have to find a way to have fun playing a game of baseball. Right now that's probably not the best question to start out with. Would you agree, Evan? Yes, I would. <laughs> so he did. He did. Uh, you know, take offense to the to the question because it's got to be you know pretty tough. But it's still you know from from my perspective, it's it's still from the fans' perspective and the normal people, it's still playing a baseball game and getting paid millions of dollars. You got to try and wait, find ways to have fun down the stretch. But I. You know, again, I had to be fair about it just to lay all all the facts out there. Seven uh, nine Uh let's go to Scott. Scott, you're next on the fan. Hey, we've been talking about Yelich, and sorry to get sidetracked. Uh, I'm off tomorrow, so it was my last opportunity to blast Joey Votto. Sorry about that.
8: Yeah, no problem, no problem. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Yelich, no concern. I mean, he's doing what he's doing. Um, but a couple other quick points, Um so the injuries they they should have nothing to do with any worry right now. You know, Adamas, um you know, Escobar, mm-hmm. Peralta. I, I think they're actually being rested more than they're injured. Would you agree?
2: I wonder about it all the time. And you look around the league, not just with Milwaukee, but you look around the league, and it's almost like the players' union got all together and said, okay, everybody take 10 days off this year (laughs) Yeah, to get get back on track. It it, it almost seems like that.
8: And then getting back to, like, we're not worried about Cincinnati at all. In fact, I'd be more worried about the history that we've had with St. Louis. You know, they they've always beat up us on, on us late in the year. Mm-hmm. I I'd rather you know you know worry about that where we could just tumble at some point, which I don't think we will do this year. Different team, whole different team than the last two or three years against them.
2: I don't know. Brawny hit a big grand slam in St. Louis late in the season. I mean, that uh, they they took care of business. Uh, but I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Most yeah, times, St. Louis has I, been you a know, challenge.
8: As Brewer fans, we worry about you know just that you know falling apart at the end of the year. Which this team is completely different than anything else we've seen in recent years. You know, it's it's plug and play kind of in a way.
2: It's just you can you can tell the chemistry, and the the and I won't say well maybe fight is in there because they're scoring runs mid and late in the games as well, yeah. and that to me means confidence. That that's what that tells me.
8: Oh, absolutely. So that again, that kind of goes back to Yelich, where Yelich doesn't have to do it all right now. Everybody else is picking up like where he's left off. And he's not even left off anything lately. He's he's just solid.
2: But it you does know, whet he's, he's, the appetite of thought to to yeah. think if Yelich – man, if Yelich oh my gets going.
8: Goodness. Could you imagine Like if wow. he just like, had games like he had on – what was that, Saturday? Yep. You know. And then uh, real quick for Evan, um, Evan, I do – believe i know your grandfather he was in education wasn't he
3: yes he was <laughs> okay
2: uh, all right we have some inside I'll scoops just, so I'll,
8: I'll just put it at that
2: <laughs> did, did his grandfather was he one of your teachers
8: he was a, uh, he was probably an administrator is. at that point yes yes yeah yeah oh. um intimidating we'll just put it at that way
3: <laughs> my all favorite right, human being on the face of the earth my grandpa
8: yes yes but very very nice very sweet but man did he uh he had a club on he, his shoulder at all
3: points
2: <laughs> well he laid down the johnny law when he had to <laughs> biggest right, brewers thanks. fan i know thanks for the call scott we'll we'll talk again let's get to uh, ryan ryan you're next on the fan what's on your mind
3: Hey,
8: Tim, I was at the ball game tonight. Attendance was only 24,000, but Brandon Woodruff and Ava el Garcia both got standing ovations after, their, um, after Woody went six innings with 104 pitches and 10 Ks. And how about Ava Sales Garcia's catch in right field, uh, Timmy, to save that game?
1: Oh,
2: amazing, amazing. To save Devin Williams and maybe a little bit of a comeback for Cincinnati.
8: Yeah, and I thought it was funny how you were on Bart's show today talking about how we need jbj as a defensive replacement maybe Garcia <laughs> was true because he sure came out there tonight and played a good game
2: <laughs> that's, that's true that was the eighth inning too and that's that's the right time and my point was find a way to have jbj help this team win ball games just find find whatever whatever fashion that takes just just find a way but yeah i you know I, that's the first thing i thought about ryan that is <laughs> awesome you bring that up i appreciate you listening all right. Uh yeah, I was on with uh with Bart this morning and and I like those conversations with Bart. It's just a, I won't say weird. It's just different. It's fun. It, it it's just laid more of a laid back thing. It's the morning for me and I'm, you know, I got all my stuff going and um but it's it's just sort of a uh he puts it as just a couple of dudes at the bar talking sports. And and he's right. And it, it kind of it it kind of uh, puts me at ease having a conversation with Bart. every every Wednesday at nine o'clock we do that and as a matter of fact we were talking about uh, drug use believe it or not you can hit the Odyssey app to rewind and go back and and take a listen to that but uh, let's get uh, Roger in here before we get to Craig Council Roger you're on the fan Roger I got your e- your last email here very interesting on the NFL that was oh, oh okay. <laughs> Very Um, interesting.
9: (laughs) Uh, Well, we won't go there now. But, uh, yeah, you and Bart, uh, at the bar, a couple guys talking with their pajamas on. Uh, That's how I envision that. Um, Listen, uh, just an idea. I don't even think uh, the division is an issue. And any angst you might have in calling it, uh, I just suggest that don't let your heart get in the way of what your mind is telling you, Tim. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you, a, in fact, a homework assignment when you come back. You know, you you, mm-hmm. you go ahead and just call this thing. But let, <laughs> but let I think you, I, I think you're leaning one way. Just let uh, you, your your mind make a, the decision. Um, but in turn, I mean, and what I mean. What I mean by the division doesn't matter. I mean, if we only pull this thing out, the division, that is, by one game, we probably got problems. So it's not just the division. Right now, I said the other day, I'm starting to look at other things. Uh, With regards to Yellich, there's quite the chasm between his MVP season and what he's doing now. I I sort of maybe disagree a little bit in that I can imagine on the road to the World Series that um, it will matter uh, him getting a critical hit. Maybe he doesn't have to perform at the MVP level, but just, uh, you know, getting the critical hit coming through when it's necessary, that I can imagine as being a necessity for them to get to the series.
2: Okay, and, and I think maybe to, to, to piggyback on that, Roger, thanks for the call. I I think it would be <laughs> advantageous at the very least to have him as a tough out. Get to that point, and maybe the results won't be there. You remember the season some years ago with Ryan Braun. He could not buy a break. He was hitting laser beams at guys. He was hitting... Broken bat flares and guys were, were making diving grabs on him. Okay, at least that was a tough out when Brawny was in there. And if Yelly can get to that point to where he's at, at the very bare minimum a tough out and works a pitcher a little bit, that can pay off too. That can help a team win. That can help uh, an offense score runs in the grand scheme. Okay, uh, let's get to uh, Craig Council also since it's a, a home game. Uh, we will uh, talk to Craig on his ride home, and that's coming up soon because uh, he's probably, by now, what what time did we get on the air? 20 after 10? Yeah. Okay, so right now he's probably in the car, I would think. So we'll listen to what he had to say after the ball game, and then we'll talk to Craig a- at that point. Here uh, is the Brewers' manager, 4-1. to one, They take care of business again tonight.
10: Craig, we're not. Uh... You have a pitching matchup like that with Castillo and If You know if they're both on their game, it's going to be that kind of game that we had. And there's two pretty amazing pitching performances, as well as the two guys at their best.
11: Yeah, I, th- I mean, both guys were, um, you know, they 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 show you why they're elite pitchers in this league. Um, you know, there wasn't there wasn't much good happening. Um, you Know fortunately, we Yelly and Avi kind of hopped on a couple. I thought Yelly hit a really good pitch, and Avi did some damage with a mistake maybe a pitch out in the off speed pitch in the middle. But we didn't get many pitches to hit tonight. Um, he was he was Castillo was really good, and and Woody didn't give them many pitches to hit at all. Um, you know, they had a couple hits, but nothing really sharply hit. Um, and, and Woody just you know, after getting out of that first with the strikeout of Votto, I thought was the kind of moment of the game. And then he got on cruise control pretty good. And then that made, made a big pitch again to Votto's in the sixth. Craig, you, you just mentioned it, but that uh, in the sixth, that Votto at bat was preceded by Garcia's throw to get Cassianos at second. Just how big do you think that was in getting Woody through that with the one-nothing lead? Well, that that play changed the game. I mean, Avi's defense tonight changed the game, period. Um, he... It was as complete a game as an, as an outfielder can have, um, you know, from, from offense, robbing a home run, it looks like, and um, making a great throw to, to change an inning completely. So, I mean, that, that was Avi's best game of the year. I know he's had some games where he's hit some homers and driven in a whole bunch of runs, hit two homers. But, but that was a heck of a game by Avi tonight. Craig,
10: especially for a young hitter that at bat that Urias put on Castillo in the uh, seventh, I believe, and it was like eight or nine pitches fouling off all those pitches and then getting a hit and, you know, setting up a a rally, Jace's RBI double.
11: Yeah, we've had at bats like that recently with guys, um, you know, a great pitcher just keeps making pitches and you keep spoiling them. Um, And then you put a ball in play and it's, it's enough to, to To get a really rally started, and it it takes a piece out of the pitcher. Um, you know, he was he put a, pushed him over a hundred pitches there, and uh, you know, then Jace had a fabulous at bat as well. So that those the number of pitches he made him see it just there's just a natural fatigue that has to happen with the pitcher when a battle like that happens, especially especially in a you know when he's around the hundred pitch mark. So. Credit to Louie right there. Spoiled some really tough pitches, put a ball in play, got rewarded for it, um, and set us up to have a great inning.
10: Those, uh, those runs in the eighth, too, let you sit Josh down. You know you had to use him a couple of times over the weekend when you didn't want to, but maybe that made up for it a little bit.
11: Yeah, I mean, again, you know, just Colton Wong starts off with a fabulous at-bat um, against tough left-hander. Yelly gets down in the count. Has a fabulous at-bat, works himself back into the count and, and hits a ball hard. Um, you know, and that, that got it started, right? And that, that, that gave us the rally. Then we, when we caught some breaks with some, you know, wild pitch and some softly hit balls. But um, a couple of great at-bats, just taking what the guy gives you, um, started it off.
10: Craig, the, the offense just in this series and, and being able to get to the bullpen and, and you're doing it without homers too. I mean, is that a good sign of just how guys are putting together quality at bats right now?
11: It, it's one thing I feel like has, has really improved as the season once has went on for us is just the just the making it tough to get outs on us, especially the second half of the game. Um, you know, we haven't faced, you know, we faced and I thought we'd love, a starter on top of his game tonight, but this, but against teams bullpens in the second half of the game, or, or as a, as a starter is kind of finishing his day, we've made it really tough on teams. And, you know, you don't get rewarded every night for that, but you know, you're going to get rewarded a lot for it. And, um, you know, lately we have, and it's, it's just give yourselves a shot with, with guy after guy putting up tough at bats.
10: Craig, what about um, your team taking the first two games here and making sure they won't come into town and gain ground on you? Um, you know, every game you win is one more that they can't catch you. It's just what does that mean?
11: I mean, I think our, our mission at this point is just to stack up wins. Um, it, 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 it's good that again it's against this team. It doesn't really matter who it's against right now. We just got to stack up wins. You know, that's, that's where we sit. Um, and that's, that's kind of the mission is just to stack up wins and, um, you know, we feel like we keep stacking up wins and we're going to be tough to run down. So, um, you know, it's, it's a good start to it. It's a good start to another series, another series we're going to win, um, and a chance to, to put some real damage to it tomorrow.
0: Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
4: 2 nothing Brewers. They just added on in the 7th. RBIs tonight from Garcia and Jace Peterson. Fly ball into right field, hit well. Garcia back at the track. He leaps, and he makes the catch! Hey! hey. Avi Garcia pulls a home run back. (laughs) Have a night,
2: Avi. I wasn't sure if he got it, but I saw the fan. He was all over the place tonight, Avi Garcia, and we're going to hear from him in just a uh, couple of minutes here. Stick around for that. So we just heard that was the ABC audio video. Uh, play the game in this Brewers 4-1 uh, to one victory. So we just um, heard from Craig Council. There's a couple of things that I, I would agree with. Keep stacking up wins, and you're going to be hard to, to track down. Yes, check. Got it. But to say that these games aren't a little more important, let me put this into perspective. These two wins here, as we talked to Craig on his ride home. Okay, you ready, Evan? Uh, council is headed back to uh, whitefish Bay and uh, it's about that time he's showered up ready to grab a bite to eat and and just chill for a while probably scroll his phone and catch up on some some business if you will if you will uh, maybe the kids are still up um the, these two games here the last 48 hours you go now you you're gonna tell me these games aren't more important than Two games against the Detroit Tigers in two weeks. Okay. I get the stacking up wins. However, when this series started, it's seven and a half. Look at the swing in games back for Cincinnati. They go from potentially five and a half in the 48 hours. That was potential to nine and a half. Now come on. These games are bigger than just, quote, stacking up another victory. Which is all good. We're all gonna agree that stacking up victories are good, Craig, but you go from potentially uh five and a half ahead of C- Cincinnati to nine and a half. Those are huge, huge wins. Now let me throw this at you, Craig. I don't know if you remember this. Our boy uh Hunter um who has been a friend of the show for a long, long time. He's a a good young broadcaster in the state. Hunter hit us up with a lineup from, when was this from? This was April
3: 18th against the Pirates.
2: (laughs) Okay. And we we thought we found a winner on May 6th. Okay, Craig, (laughs) check out the lineup that your team, I'm not blaming you on this because there were injuries, off days, whatever it might have been. Just say this was the game that you were at your kid's graduation. Yeah, just there's just something about this lineup, Craig, that even you internally, you you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it uh, out in front of the media or or any fans, but even internally, you have to kind of laugh a little bit. No offense to these players in this lineup, but check this lineup up.
3: Yeah, right off the bat, we start with Jackie Bradley Jr. hitting leadoff in center field. (laughs) Daniel Vogelbach is hitting second, playing first base. Avi Garcia in right, hitting third. Travis Shaw playing third, hitting cleanup. Keston Hira at second base, hitting fifth. Billy McKinney in left field, Six hitting spot. sixth. Manny Pena catching at seven. And Daniel Robertson at Whoa. shortstop, <laughs> hitting eighth.
2: Now, come on, Craig. I, I know that they're your boys, but wow. You guys and David Stearns have come a long, long way. 29 games over the 500 mark. And as far as I know, I don't think the organization has ever been 31 games over 500 in the regular season. So congratulations, Craig, you're on a roll. Evan, what do you have for Craig's ride home?
3: Well, Craig, first of all, congratulations on the win. Uh, I think that you coached a near-perfect game today. I have one gripe. And it might be nitpicking a little bit, but I did not like Jackie Bradley Jr. pinch hitting in that spot. The last time that Jackie Bradley Jr. had a hit, do you know the date, Tim? I do not. August 12th in the 17-4 to game in Chicago. That was Man. the last time he had a hit. That's almost two weeks ago.
2: Just find a way to have him help this baseball team. I just still think he can. I do. I, Absol- do.
3: I mean, his defense is otherworldly, and we've seen flashes of that this season. He could be a huge, huge asset to this team come postseason time yep. to to take over in right field or left field late in the game in just for defensive measures. But in that situation, it was second and third, two outs – I know that the bench is very limited with injuries right now. I believe it was down to probably just, uh, man, uh, Pablo Reyes and maybe yep. Manny, Manny. Pena. Yep. But I feel, and I know that it was a righty on the mound, but Manny's been hitting so well. That was a pivotal point in that game, and JBJ just hasn't had it. I I don't know if I would have gone with JBJ there. And, of course, it ended up not mattering, and... You got your insurance runs an inning later, but man, I don't know, Craig. I I appreciate everything you do. That decision, it just didn't really sit well with me. But I also, I love that you went back to Woody to go out to the sixth inning. As I mean, his first couple of innings, he was uh, not great, but he started rolling. And even though his pitch count was getting up there, you stuck with him. And I think it paid off, and it saved your bullpen a little bit, and you got to win. And I the one last thing for you Craig. I love the way that you finished your press conference there where you said that tomorrow we're going for some real damage. Yeah. I, you are. And <laughs> I I would very much like to see this team go for the throat tomorrow.
2: Yeah, b- big time. And I would just say that I, I would agree, Craig, also. And I know a lot of people love the home runs, and you mentioned it. You mentioned that Avi has had some big offensive games this year. But when you look at, from a baseball purist standpoint, the game that Avi had tonight, just all around, being in the pocket, being in the middle of this, the stars lined up for Avi to just, and you acknowledge that. That was cool. That was cool because a lot of people wouldn't uh, wouldn't notice a lot of this stuff. It's just, eh, well, he threw a runner out, big deal, made a catch. Okay, you only had a hit. No, that's that's cool to acknowledge a, a good all-around baseball game. That was a big, uh, big game for Avi. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll hear from the Brewers' right fielder having a career year. And after what we saw from Avi Garcia last year, a lot of people doubted him. Not me, I looked at the back of his baseball card and said, this dude is a player that Brewers fans are going to love. And that's come to fruition here. He's having one hell of a year. We'll hear from Avi next, 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's find out what happened
0: in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262 703
2: 3500. Four to one final, and we're going to hear from Avi Garcia in just a second. Also, I will just say this I'm going to be away for a while. So, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on with that. Um, it won't be a long while, but I'm going to be away. So, we'll give you the details on that in just a couple of minutes here. Stick around. Avi Garcia had an RBI double in this ball game was at the plate during uh, a wild pitch that was uncorked and that played it another run. He saved a run, uh, with a home run, robbing grab in right field hosed Castellano part of, I think would stem the tide of a potential big inning off Woody in that sixth inning when he, um, uh, he threw Castellanos out at second. He had a, just a good all-around game in this one let's hear from the brewers uh right fielder
10: hey uh, avi uh what's more fun throwing guys out and robbing homers or getting big hits
12: (laughs) i think uh you know robbing homers because that happened once in a while so you know i think uh it was it was big for us you know to keep the game um close so you know Just happy, man. Just happy that we got a win. You know, we got, we're facing, I think a really good team. So, you know, uh, I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that. Javi,
11: Brandon just said, you know, two big wins against a good team. You know how good the Reds are. How do you view winning this series? How important was it?
12: I mean, it's big, it's big. You know, I think, uh, we're now, we, we need a win series. You know, we need a win series. I know, uh, we are like now nine games and a half, but you know you just, just gotta keep working. Uh, same mentality every single game, every everything we're facing. So we just, we just gotta keep winning. Uh, we have a big responsibility, like I said before, and like I said, you know we gotta we gotta find a fight every game, every about, so um, we can win more games. Hey, you know, Avi, how about that
10: pitching duel between Castillo and Woodruff? That's two really good pitchers at their best, wasn't it?
12: Oh, wow, man. It was tough matchup. You know, uh, Castillo, he got a great staff tonight, man. Uh, he's a great pitcher, you know. You, you you can't do too much with those guys, man, because, you know, the change is good. The slider is good. Fastball 98 every, every inning, every bat. So, you know, I uh, give a lot of credit to Castillo because he's a great pitcher. So, you know, we just got to, uh, we just doing our jobs, uh, trying to help the team win and 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 do our best every single bat, every single inning.
5: Avi, a story
10: in this series has been the offense being able to get to the bullpen and adding on runs and, and you're doing it without homers. Is that a good sign of, of how you guys are all contributing up and down the lineup?
12: Yeah, 100%. I think everybody's contrib- <laughs> uh, contribute to the team and, you know, it, it is great. You know, uh, the pitchers, uh, the starting pitcher, the the bullpen, I think they're doing a, a, an amazing job and, and, and we're happy. We we're happy. You we just got to keep, keep going. And um, we got, a month and a half left of the season. We just got to continue to play good baseball.
10: Yeah, Avi, I know you like taking uh, Wecho under your wing. What about that at bat he put on Castillo
12: there in the uh, seventh inning? I think eight or nine pitches. He, he, to, he told me before the bat, you know, he told me that like he want he wanna another another bat against Castillo. He said, okay, you're going to get it. And then I saw him fighting and get a hit. You know, it's, a, it's, it's good because, you know, you can see all the guys, man. One to nine, fighting every single day, you know, every single piece. So I think it's a great sign for us. We just got to continue to do it. And, you know, I am going to mention Wood, uh, Woodruff. I think nasty today, man. He did a, a really good job for us tonight. And, and you know, you, you you guys know what can he do on the mound. So, you know, I'm happy for him. And, and you know, he, he, he's been outstanding for us.
0: What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the Fan.
2: Game three tomorrow at American Family Field, and the Brewers have their lefty Brett Anderson going, or at least one of their lefties, Brett Anderson going. Sonny Gray goes for the Cincinnati Reds. Evan, uh, let's take a look at some of the numbers. Yeah,
3: Sonny Gray, uh, once a trade target of the Brewers, almost became a Brewer. Uh, he enters this game with a 5-6 and six record, a 4.15 ERA, going up against the aforementioned Brett Anderson. 4-7 and seven with a 4.15 ERA, looking to bounce back after a couple of losses.
2: Yeah, and... You know, for a while there, he was he was in that holding pattern of uh, three point six to three point eight range, and you know, it'd be nice to get that uh, ERA back under the four mark. But he's done a nice job this year; he really has. He's given he's given this team a chance to win, and four fifteen is not, uh, you know, by any stretch, a horrendous uh, earned run average. So they can get a bunch of ground balls tomorrow, and maybe the Brewers do have a sweep on their hands. So. Um, I will not talk to you guys again until Sunday. And let me just give you the agenda, and I hope you guys understand. Uh, one tomorrow, uh, my sister and and my son, we're, we're big, I know, I'm going to admit this, we're big Hall & Oats fans. You know, Sarah Smile and Maneater and all that stuff. I just uh, pop uh, stars from, from the 80s uh and and so we're going to go down to Chicago and see their show at Tinley Park. So that's tomorrow. Uh, then on uh, Friday, there's a big event down uh, regarding the Kenosha Kingfish and the Northwoods League in which there's a home run derby. Kingfishbaseball.com. Just log on to that site, Kingfish Baseball, not for the band, but for their event, which is going to feature uh, Bill Hall, former brewer Jeff Jenkins, Jeff Cirillo, Jose Canseco, Monte Ball, former Packer Mike McKenzie. There's a lot more on that list that are going to be involved in a home run derby into the harbor. So they're swinging and and hitting the balls into the harbor, into the drink. They'll splash down and my band's going to be playing that event on uh, Friday night. Then on Saturday, a former colleague of ours, uh, Joe Zanzola, is getting married. And it's his wedding reception and all the festivities there. So it's a little respite before a a big drive to the World Series. I hope you guys understand. And honestly, I wish I could tell you who's filling in for me. I honestly don't know. But I'm sure they'll do a great job. And uh, so there you go. Evan, that's going to do it for us tonight. Another Brewers victory, and they sit at uh, now 78 and 49. Those of you that were uh, betting futures and looking at that Brewers win-loss total at the 81 and a half, I've seen uh, 83. I've seen some, now this is going back months, I did see some that uh, were in the 70s. They're 78 now. Here we are, August 20. Well, 25th, going on 26th here. It's crazy, crazy. Brewers are on a roll for sure. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. See you again on Sunday. Uh, we'll still, after the last pitch, as you make the switch, be talking Brewers baseball here on The Fan. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Have a great night. Talk to you Sunday and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours